this is a slaughterhouse, late night cleanup crew. This is just one of the children they found. They said that there are 13 slaughterhouses in eight states employing miners to do cleanup. And you see that they are full, you know, full gear. If you're watching the broadcast, you can see this is not Detective like- wear. This is yeah. This isn't like out in a field. It's not like an off-book employee, no. uh, uh, as uh, you know, Jayapal, the congresswoman, talks about. You know, we only need the this kid clocked in. Yes, I mean that's what we're talking. And about the numbers here. are extreme. So she's going to testify that you know she, as an HHS employee with the Inspector General's office, she thought we were going to help place children in loving homes. These unaccompanied minors that come across the border, and the numbers are just staggering. Just so you know, uh, in 2020, there were 33,000. Unaccompanied minors. In 2021, I think Joe Biden made a difference in his bad policies, 146,000. In 2022, 152,000. This year already, 70,000. So hundreds of thousands of children, Logan. We know that sex trafficking is a problem. The fact that these kids are working in factories not only makes us look like a third world country, is just absolutely repulsive yeah. as an American. I think we all thought, and it's all it is, like you said, we we're talking about this in our meeting, there was criminal activity happening with a lot of these children. And that is horrendous and something we have to take seriously. That, that is happening under the radar. You have to catch a criminal. This is happening in a mainstream, what looks to be a uh, factory in the Midwest or in Nebraska. That I think this was, was in working Nebraska. for the Packers Sanitation Services Company, known as PSSI. It employed 102 children at 13 slaughterhouses across eight states. This is just what the Department of Labor has been able to find. Yeah. There are hundreds of thousands of these children that have come across in just the last few years. So whether it is sex trafficking or working at the factory, this is all criminal behavior that needs to be punished. But on the front end, we don't need to let this be happen. This is why when we say it's the right thing to do humanitarianly to close the border, that's why we say that, Logan, is because this is repulsive. I want to take people's calls, 1-800-684-3110. That's 1-800-684-3110. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is why children are ending up missing from the border. It's reported, been reported over 300,000 uh, children have been missing that have came across the border. And now no one knows where they are. They've lost track of them. What's taking place at the border and all of these, you know, distractions they're using to keep people's focus off of the border. What's going on down there is really inhumane as they allow the borders to run wild. They allow they are allowing people to come from near and far, unchecked, unfettered, and all the atrocity atrocities that are happening to the children that are being sent across here. Many of them are being sent to pay off debts of, of parents who may or may not come across here. 
But we're going to get into some video today uh, of uh, individuals that gave report from the House of Representatives today um, that were very concerned. They've been working um, with the border, uh, you know, crises uh, for a long time, and they've never seen it in the manner that it is now. And all of the the atrocities that is going on, they've never seen it like it is right now. And uh, we've got to uh, take a stand somewhere. We've got to we got to really just get these folks out of office and uh, really uh, get some people that will stand up on principles um, that we value. Welcome, 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 patriots, saints, friends, and family to the Apostolic Conservative Show, where I'm your host, Will Jones, and I am mighty glad to have you with us on tonight. Okay, we were just quiet, sitting back. We were excited then when they start messing with us. No other choice but to step up. Guys, if you would, please share, please like, uh, help us get around the algorithms that Big Tech uses to suppress our voice. Um, we've got a good, a little bit to get into tonight. We won't be before you guys long as we normally do. Um, uh, tonight was church night. We got a lot to want to accomplish, uh, getting started early. Um, and, uh, please continue to keep us in prayer as, uh, Crystal's family is, uh, grieving, uh, through the loss of uh, an unexpected loss of a loved one. And, uh, yeah, just keep us lifted up. And we appreciate you guys. We're going to go into a couple of different things on tonight. Um, but let's go to this uh, testimony hearing um, and, uh, on the House of Representatives on the border crisis. Even with all the well-documented risks and problems associated with the federal government, taking custody of minors and adults claiming to be minors who are smuggled in and then releasing them to unvetted sponsors and then washing its hands of responsibility for them, even knowing the risks, still the Biden administration chose to throw gasoline on that dumpster fire by actually expanding opportunities for the illegal smuggling of minors into the country and expanding opportunities for these minors to be trafficked for cheap labor, commercial sex, gangs, and more. It was done by dismantling the relatively effective policies enacted by prior administrations that had tried not only to improve the UIC placement system and mitigate the risk of trafficking, 
but to decrease the flow of child migrants. Under the Biden policies, the annual number of UACs referred to HHS custody after crossing illegally has tripled from an average of 40,000 a year to more than 120,000 in each of the last two years. Half of the 600,000 unaccompanied minors who've been released in the country since 2012 have arrived on Biden's watch. Not only did he relax border controls and suppress immigration enforcement inside the country, when the numbers predictably exploded, his officials responded by gutting what few meager protections for child migrants still existed. As HHS Secretary Becerra revealed in his now notorious video statement, the goal was to release these kids faster with fewer questions asked, to make it a more efficient assembly line. And this assembly line is staffed by crony contractors spending billions of taxpayer dollars on what is now a pipeline for child labor trafficking. It is truly an urgent task for Congress to address this problem. There is no question that the placement process for UACs can be improved. These improvements should be informed by experts like those here today who know the system, by child welfare agencies within the states and communities where the migrants are placed, and by the federal immigration and other law enforcement agencies who understand the smuggling and trafficking business. We need these improvements and we need more oversight on HHS and its contractors. Just last night, I got a message from an insider voicing their concern about how HHS lets its contractors operate the youth migrant shelters with unlicensed and untrained staff who apparently are utterly unqualified to be in charge of these kids. We would never allow this to happen in a school or any other juvenile setting involving American kids. But fixing the shelter and placement system is not gonna solve the problem, really. Uh, based on my experience, uh, I see no chance that the federal government can construct a system for processing unaccompanied illegal alien minors that is up to the task of handling the huge number of kids, more than 120,000 last year, who will continue to come, who will continue to be put in the hands of criminal smugglers, traffickers, unscrupulous employers, abusive sponsors, as long as they know that they're going to be released into the country once they get here. The fundamental problem which Congress can solve is with the law. First, the loopholes in the TVPRA must be closed, allowing the government to swiftly repatriate uh, the minors to their homes if they are not at risk, which most are not. And Congress must direct and fund ICE to boost its anti-trafficking and its worksite enforcement activities to go after the illegal and exploitative employment of the young migrants. It is also imperative to restore ICE's authority to arrest sponsors who it finds have been involved in the smuggling or trafficking or illegal employment of these minors, which was taken away from them by the Harris Amendment that passed a couple of years ago, which I noted in my written statement. Congress should use its appropriations authority to force HHS and DHS to have meaningful coordination with state and local governments and their child welfare agencies. And finally, Congress should reform other provisions in the law that entice minors to come illegally, such as the Special Immigrant Juvenile Program, which should be limited to accommodate only those youth who have no responsible parent or guardian to care for them. Thank you. Thank you very much for your testimony. And next we'll hear from uh, Ms. Rodriguez for five minutes. Good afternoon.
it's tragic once again for all of this to be taking place right here in the United States of America. Just think about this. Since 2012, the over 300,000 plus accompanied, unaccompanied minors, over half of them have been under Joe Obama Biden's watch. Over half of them. I, th- I believe that it's a lot worse uh, than than they are reporting. You know, uh, pretty much any time they throw some numbers out, that the government itself has uh, collected, you pretty, pretty near anticipate that they've underscored it. And it's a whole lot worse uh, than what they are portraying. It is what it is. But we've got to start doing something to save these children. Something's got to be done. We've got to remove, get these people out of office. Look, it's only one party that's pushing this agenda. It's only one party that is for the mutilation and the, the destruction and and all of this stuff against children. It's one party that believes in, in uh, the lack of importance of a baby. It's one party that believes in murdering the babies. So it's quite obvious that just a few years older, they wouldn't be of much importance for them either, especially when it comes down uh, to uh, them being only concerned about their vote. Let's go to one, uh, one other video. This one is even more impactful. But I, but after this video, we're going to play another video uh, that's going to be pretty epic. Uh, and we'll get to it shortly. Uh, but you're not going to want to miss this. You're going to want to share because uh, Ultra Mega uh, Party put out another epic video. I have encountered during one border trip to the Del Rio area in December of 2021 the group I was with encountered six men who had illegally entered the US and were hiding in the brush they surrounded our vehicle believing that we were their transport to smuggle them further into the US when we spoke to them they said that they had witnessed cartel operatives murder children who were traveling alone and could not pay the smuggling fees one man claimed he witnessed children being used and traded as currency In another encounter in La Jolla, I met and spoke with a 10-year-old Honduran girl who arrived by herself carrying only a small piece of paper with handwritten phone numbers on it. She stated the numbers were given to her by a woman in an NGO along the route 
who told the young girl the numbers were to her father, who she said that she would be staying with, a man the young girl claimed she had never met or spoken to. Also in La Jolla, I met a 14-year-old girl reportedly abused by her father and claimed that she was held for 11 days in a bodega and abused further. Similarly, she was told by a stranger that she would be going to stay with her mother, who the teen claimed, again, she did not know. I also met teenage boys between the ages of 14 to 17 who claimed cartel operatives often transported children through Mexico and held them at the bodegas where armed cartel members stood guard. Many were told they were going to stay with sponsors in America, with several claims, again, that the teens had never met or personally communicated with their supposed sponsors. Since January 2021, there have been over 356,000 UACs encountered at the southern border, a majority of which have been released into the U.S., more than 10,000 of which that have been released in my respective area of North Texas. The current administration has admitted that they do not keep track of the whereabouts when they are released into the U.S. With the use of taxpayer dollars, tens of thousands of children are simply missing. How many of the missing children are in my city or in yours? This has forced the state of Texas to take actions we never should have had to take as a direct result of the failed federal policies. Currently, we have bipartisan support for my state-level legislative-sponsored letter calling for a state investigation into the trafficking of unaccompanied minors in Texas. I am calling on Congress to investigate the federal agencies responsible for these minors, to locate these children, and to act with urgency to end the policy of releasing UACs in the U.S. with sponsors and non-family members they do not know. I am also calling on Congress to require that all alleged family members undergo a DNA test. The abuse of children is not a political or partisan issue. It is a humanitarian and legal issue. I am calling on Congress to investigate the actions of DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, HHS Secretary Xavier Becerra, and Border Czar Vice President Kamala Harris, and to identify their role in facilitating the abuse of children through federal agencies and demand that they be held accountable. I agree with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who describes what is happening as, quote, the effectively the largest hu human smuggling operation in American history. We can no longer turn a blind eye and pretend that this isn't happening. I tell y'all, Trump's arrest was a big distraction because anytime people on Facebook, Twitter, making long posts talking about how excited they are about something, the government is behind the, the scenes using that as a distraction to pass something that's going to affect everybody left and right. It don't matter because out of nowhere, federal government introduces a thing called FedNow. Let me break it down for you. So right now, when you buy something that goes from the bank to Amazon, now that FedNow is going to be here starting July 1st, it will go from the bank to Fed now, then to Amazon. So if you buy a lot of OnlyFans, you'd be subscribing, be tipping all that, the government gonna know you're a freak. Because it's complete They say, oh, we wanted instant payments. I don't have a problem when I buy something on Amazon with them getting their money a little slower. I'm actually cool with that. I don't need Amazon. You Just send me what I bought. You get your money when you... Ready or not, here it comes. The Federal Reserve Bank announces a July launch for their new FedNow service, which was first announced in October of 2021. The big to fail banks and all the large processors are already on board, and so is the U.S. Treasury. The first week of April, the Federal Reserve begins the FedNow pilot program 
for early adopters to become certified participants to help the Fed confirm readiness for their July launch. FedNow is an instant payment processing system that seeks to be the base of all digital transactions, acting as an umbrella company to manage all financial payments. This has been shown to be the gateway to a central bank digital currency, CBDC. FedNow is much like the Reserve Bank of India's instant payment system, the Unified Payments Interface, or UPI. UPI has had huge success in converting rural communities into a complete cashless society. According to the International Monetary Fund, UPI democratized the payment system and paved the way for central bank digital currencies. Central bank instant payment processing is also how the Central Bank of Nigeria introduced its CBDC. It's on the way, y'all. We'll see how this thing go, but we definitely need to stay prayed up. But this just gives you a glimpse of why there's no restraint on spending money that we don't have in the United States of America. I mean, when you think about it, they just raised the debt ceiling again. Now, both parties put on a big show and, uh, with it, and yet, once again, they all come to agreements to pay money that we do not have. Let's go to this next video. Uh, Toko Carson finally breaks silence, and here's what he had to say. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's gotta be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, 
they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. This comes down to, the, to Marxism. It comes down to the globalist elite wanting to shut down all conversation that exposes what they're doing. And no one was exposing what they were doing on mainstream media like uh, Tucker Carlson was. So uh, we definitely hope that he finds a good place, and I'm pretty sure he is, uh, with the likes of Glenn Beck reaching out to him to bring him on Blaze TV. Um, I can see him on Newsmax or OAN or a litany of them, uh, OAN. Their owners said uh, said the president said that they would gladly give Tucker Carlson twenty five million dollars uh, to come on board with them. But let's get ready for the moment you guys probably have been waiting on. This last video we're gonna play from Ultra Mega Patriot, and I will give parents a little warning uh, because. He's going to just read a book that's in many libraries, in the school system library where he's at. He's going to read a few pages out of it. So it, it, it'll be um, it'll be strong. So I want you to uh, just prepare yourselves and, you know, remove the little ears uh, if you have them watching with you. Uh, but you definitely want to hit the share button right now as we get ready to play this two minute clips uh, of exposing who the party of perverseness is. Tonight I'm filled with righteous indignation. I want to define something for you tonight. The definition for pervert. It means to lead someone away from what is considered right, natural, or acceptable. This book has been permitted in six schools in the Wake County Public School System. I'll read just a little bit of this perversion that we have allowed in the school system. So he bends me over the bed and on my the blowjob tip to says, use your, doesn't it make you cringe as I read that to you? Makes you crawl in your skin. It's a dastardly deed. The question today is, who is the pervert that's allowing this to be purchased and delivered to our libraries. Who is the pervert that signs off on this bill? Who are you? What do you stand for to accept this? Can you be in your right mind and be decent as a human to allow this to be at the access and the fingertips of children? We know who the perverts are. There's one political party in this country that supports this junk. It's the Democrat Party. It's a party that castrates children, mutilates children, perverts children, grooms children, murders children, and indoctrinates children. We know who the perverts are. Who is the pervert? As I said many times before, I'm Jill's husband. Teaching isn't just what she does. It's who she is. 
I have never felt prouder of our profession. We know who the perverts are. There's one political party in this country that supports this junk. People fear what they don't know. And it's not because of intellectual incapability, it's just lack of exposure. We are going to transform our nation's education system. And when we do that, we will change the course of our future forever. One political party who pushes this mess, who pushes this perversion, who thinks that they have not went far enough with the indoctrination of our children. This mess got to come to an end. Get involved locally on every level. And let's bring this mess to an end. If you would, please continue to keep Crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, knowing that no matter what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles in the book of Acts, the second chapter, the 38th verse. God bless you. Look forward to seeing you on tomorrow night at the 9 o'clock hour. Um, We appreciate you so much um, for continuing to uh, support the Apostolic Conservative Show. Um, where we are the new news in Christian format while debunking the mainstream media. The MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Miss Makeup. Well, you look good. And action. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My Pillow 2.0. He's a great name for Brian. Good. We got it. Welcome to the set of the My Pillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the My Pillow's patented fill, and now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented My Pillow. That's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, MyPillow.com. Make sure you remember when you go to uh, MyPillow.com that you uh, use promo code APCOSHOW, A-P-C-O-SHOW. We appreciate the love. And also remember our regular contributor, um, Dr. Jim Meehan. You can go to MeehanMD.com uh, for huge discounts uh, from uh, health products. When you use APCO Show, APCO Show. Also, we have uh, QE Strong. They have pet relief, pain relief, also relief uh, for you and I. Um, 
in various ways. We appreciate you guys. And always, you can scan uh, this QR code and go to our website where you can uh, get and purchase uh, a lot of our merch over there. We thank you uh, for all the support uh, that we've been getting. Um, if you would, please continue to check out the merch. Remember, make honey great again. Pure raw, ultra mega honey. Use promo code APCO show, APCO show for the huge discounts. To tell y'all, Trump's arrest was a big distraction because anytime people on Facebook, Twitter making long posts talking about how excited they are about something, the government is behind the, the scenes using that as a distraction to pass something that's going to affect everybody left and right. It don't matter because out of nowhere, federal government introduces a thing called Fed now. Let me break it down for you. So, right now, when you buy something, it goes from the bank to Amazon. Now that Fed now is going to be here starting July 1st, it will go from the bank to Fed now, then to Amazon. So if you buy a lot of OnlyFans, you be subscribing, be tipping all that, the government gonna know you're a freak. Because it's complete They said, oh, we wanted instant payments. I don't have a problem when I buy something on Amazon with them getting their money a little slower. I'm actually cool with that. I don't need Amazon. You, just send me what I bought. You get your money when you- Ready or not, here it comes. The Federal Reserve Bank announces a July launch for their new FedNow service, which was first announced in October of 2021. The big to fail banks and all the large processors are already on board, and so is the U.S. Treasury. The first week of April, the Federal Reserve begins the FedNow pilot program for early adopters to become certified participants to help the Fed confirm readiness for their July launch. FedNow is an instant payment processing system that seeks to be the base of all digital transactions, acting as an umbrella company to manage all financial payments. This has been shown to be the gateway to a central bank digital currency, CBDC. FedNow is much like the Reserve Bank of India's instant payment system, the Unified Payments Interface, or UPI. UPI has had huge success in converting rural communities into a complete cashless society. According to the International Monetary Fund, UPI democratized the payment system and paved the way for central bank digital currencies. Central bank instant payment processing is also how the Central Bank of Nigeria introduced its CBDC. Tonight I'm filled with righteous indignation. I want to define something for you tonight. The definition for pervert. It means to lead someone away from what is considered right, natural, or acceptable. This book has been permitted in six schools in the Wake County Public School System. I'll read just a little bit of this perversion that we have allowed in the school system. So he bends me over the bed and on my the blowjob tip. It says, use your, doesn't it make you cringe as I read that to you? Makes you crawl in your skin. It's a dastardly deed. 
The question today is, who is the pervert that's allowing this to be purchased and delivered to our library? Who is the pervert that signs off on this bill? Who are you? What do you stand for to accept this? Can you be in your right mind and be decent as a human to allow this to be at the access and the fingertips of children? We know who the perverts are. There's one political party in this country that supports this junk. It's the Democrat Party. It's a party that castrates children, mutilates children, perverts children, grooms children, murders children, and indoctrinates children. We know who the perverts are. Who is the pervert? As I said many times before, I'm Jill's husband. Teaching isn't just what she does, it's who she is. I have never felt prouder of our profession. We know who the perverts are. There's one political party in this country that supports this junk. People fear what they don't know. And it's not because of intellectual incapability, it's just lack of exposure. We are going to transform our nation's education system. And when we do that, we will change the course of our future forever. Then when they start messing with them, no other choice but to step up. administration the only blip is when you had a republican in charge you had kids on top of train cars uh, getting abused by cartels you got numbers spiking through the roof since president biden has been in office and all we want to simply do is say we want to get them home to their families we want to get them to the place where they can go to a port of entry so we can take care of them and we're being traded by my colleagues on the other side of the aisle with where are the thousand that aren't being reunified? Well, go find the 85,000 that we don't even know where the hell they are under the Biden administration. I yield back. Your current system has 85,000 kids they can't find. What in the world? 
It's the New York Times. It's not Fox News. And we're sitting here talking about a fiction. A fiction of saying there's an infant rolling through somewhere outside of Eagle Pass right now, begging to claim asylum. The infant is not doing that. This is absurd. You know it's absurd. We have, led, we have language here put forward in good faith, trying to figure out how to stop what I see in this chart behind me, where unaccompanied children are spiking through the roof, have been doing so since Democrats have been in charge of the administration. The only blip is when you had a Republican in charge. You had kids on top of train cars uh, getting abused by cartels. You got numbers spiking through the roof since President Biden has been in office. And all we want to simply do is say, we want to get them home to their families. We want to get them to the place where they can go to a port of entry so we can take care of them. And we're being treated by my colleagues on the other side of the aisle with where are the thousand that aren't being reunified? Well, go find the 85,000 that we don't even know where the hell they are under the Biden administration. I yield back. You're well, no doubt about it. People are waking up because of these crimes against humanity. And when they they do this and pull the stunts that they've pulled, the globalists against uh, President Trump, against uh, Tucker Carlson, against these children, people are waking up. And all we got to do is continue. Continue to just push forward. Continue to uh, get information to the masses as best we can. And as we're doing that, people continue to wake up. They will not have enough people on their side to do what they did in 2020. And the fear of God will be on many of them not to go down the route that they're going because as we go into the rest of this year and things continue to decline economically, well, we got a few things we're going to talk about tonight. So hang in here with me. We got another bank that has gone belly up, the second largest bank uh, to go belly up. Much more we want to talk about on tonight on the Apostolic Conservative Show. So bear with us as we get ready to go forward um, into episode 521. And I thank you guys uh, for joining us because we are the new news in Christian format while debunking uh, the mainstream media. Yes, sir. Episode, yes, ma'am. Episode from Trump. Oh, and a misspelling typo on uh, <laughs> on uh, Rumble. And finance, uh, it's supposed to be from Trump, Tucker, 
and financial crisis causing a great awakening. I'll get that worked out in a moment. All right, but thank you guys uh, for joining us. Um, we'll get into this and much more in just a moment. Then when they start messing with it, no other choice but to step up. Makeup. Well, you look good. And action. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. He's a great neighbor, right? Huh? Okay. Good. Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow. It's going to help sleep. It's absolutely amazing. And you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. If you would, patriot, saints, friends, and family, please, uh, when you go to MyPillow.com, use promo code E. Show. We have a lot we want to get into tonight. Um, so tonight we might be really heavy with information like usual, but in a different way because I want to go to... Um, to the links directly and keep up with them. We got several links uh, in the description of the show. So if you guys keep that in mind as we go along, you can find the original links uh, to the content that we're covering uh, tonight. I got it's bu it's bugging me. I got to figure out what's going on with my mic, mic, and I think I just figured it out. It is really bothering me with the sound that I have coming out of here. So bear with me, guys, while I figure this out. Ah, uh, I see what it is. 
I tell you what, while I work on this right here, uh, check out this video right here. Um, I, I scooped up over the weekend. I want to get you guys to check it out from Red Peel. Um, what was that? Red Peel News Report. They, they pulled out a good link. This man leaves the crowd stunned. There were about 3,700 free blacks who owned 12,000 slaves. Do they pay? Blacks really benefited more the first 100 years after slavery we have in the last 50 years. I was born in 1937 during the Depression. 98% of the households had a man and a woman raising children. Elderly people could walk safely in that community without fear of being assaulted by their grandchildren. Different times. Never heard a gunfire during that time. Never heard of a child being shot to death in the crib. But there are 50 children today who have been shot and killed in our city. You're talking about remedies. We've got to look beyond saying that, that every solution has to have a, a, a winner and a loser. Wow. That blacks can only benefit if whites lose. We have to be defined more than just Victims of oppression. This man leaves the crowd stunned. There were about 3,700. And yes, he did leave them stunned. Because this man understands history and he's dropping knowledge. Hold on, guys. I thought it's Monday. It's Hickle. Okay. I think I got it about right. Much better. Whew. That was really bothering me. Hey, guys. Welcome, 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 Patriot, Saints, friends, and family to the Apostolic Conservative Show. I'm your host, Will Jones. Um, we we didn't have an episode Friday. We've had so much going on. Um, I uh, mentioned to you uh, early last week to be praying uh, for Crystal and her family as they lost a loved one unexpectedly. Um, and we've been dealing with that and, you know, trying to comfort family as much as possible. And um, it's, been, it's just been a long week. And uh, when it came down to Friday, we just was trying to take care of family. And I'm sure you guys understand uh, what it is to make sure that uh, family is good. And I wasn't able to come on live uh, with this family. And so still, it, it was a long weekend. And even today was a long day. We had different things. We're still trying to uh, get settled and helping out. Uh, with moving of things and all of that that stuff to help family out and uh, we had a you know church function that was a, a necessity to be a part of on this evening and we've just been thrown all behind it so uh, but I did uh, get some prep work you know some information and things that I wanted to bring to you guys over this uh, weekend that I gathered, uh, such as this video right here that we just played, because many people never heard that there were blacks that had slaves uh, during the age and era of slavery. 
and and it is a thing. And there were wealthy blacks uh, that had slaves, um, but nobody wants to talk to talk about that. And so what he was uh, speaking to was them trying, uh, you know, asking a question about people getting um, reformation, get not reform. <laughs> Uh, reparations uh, getting money for having ancestors that were slaves and so he's bringing it out well if you're going to give them money because they may or may not had uh, slaves in their family or all blacks money reparations well, what about the black? Or what about uh, the the ones that got oppressed by the blacks that had slaves? And there were more than black people that were slaves in the United States. As much as the Marxist left want to push it, as though they were the only, uh, as though we were the only ones to be enslaved, it's just not true. It was wasn't the case. There was a lot of people that came over uh, uh, from the British. Uh, and a lot of people that were Scottish and, um, you know, just different uh, uh, from different countries were enslaved here in the United States of America. So when they try to push that narrative as though it was only a certain people, then they do a misjustice to everybody. Let's keep it going. I think we got another video uh, from Instagram. Oh, yeah. California, uh, California. Uh, she's been doing videos for a long time. Let's uh let's play this video right here. Let me get it get it queued up. Oh wait a minute! I thought it was it was ready to go. Thank y'all for bearing with me. I'm just so off on tonight. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've been this off. I almost want to just shut shut it down and just just go to bed. But I do really have some information I wanted to get out to you guys. Uh, check out this right here.
Uh-oh. Oh, there we go. Remember before Donald Trump ran for president and all kind of black people used to be cool with him, and I mean all kind of black people, but as soon as he ran for president as a Republican, that's when they told you he's a racist. The same people that tell you that little boys can become girls and girls can become boys. The same people that tell you that men can get pregnant. The same people that tell you that you need to kill your baby. And it's okay for grown men to dress and drag and read stories and twerk in front of little children. That black people are too stupid to get voter ID. That black people are at war with the police when we kill each other by the thousands every single year. And the police kill less than 250 of us. That biological men should compete against biological women. And it's okay for 13, 14, and 15 year old girls to cut their breasts off. And if you get this vaccine in the third one, in the fourth one, in the fifth one, you won't get sick. And if you don't vote for this old white supremacist president, you ain't black. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Well, you know what? We done figured out. And people across the whole globe is figuring out. They rather have Trump. That's why Trump is going and making his rounds right now. Trump force took a trip to Scotland and they uh they received him with much grandeur and applause and they really celebrated him coming to visit them over the weekend. I want to play a video about where um, CJ, um, what is his name? CJ, let me see if I can find it. Rick James, um, Rick Ross, I meant to say not Rick James. Rick, Rick uh, Ross basically dumped on Don Lemons after he was fired. He didn't make a video mocking Tucker Carlson, who also got fired. He made a video mocking Don Lemons with some kind of drink they got. Now I don't I don't drink alcohol but uh 
and I don't know if it is an alcoholic drink. I assume it is. Rick Ross is on there, but Assumption is the mother of all screw-ups, so I, I very well could be wrong. But I want to go to this this video and what C.J. Pearson. Um, if you guys remember, C.J. Pearson was um, an individual that was like a campaign manager uh, for... Um, uh, Vince, Vince uh, Jones, Vincent Jones. I think that was his name, Vernon Jones. Yeah, Vernon Jones, who ran uh, for Senate in the state of Georgia, and so he disappeared, moved off the scene, and now he's reappeared uh, with doing. Videos with PragerU and other and and many others, um, but he's really uh, growing this platform. Young guy in college, I believe he's still in college. I mean, I know he should. He's in the eight when he went to college. It was in uh, I think the uh, twenty one when he went to Alabama. Enrolled and uh, and then helped out with a campaign for a while. But anyway, let's go to this video, Rick Ross. I think it is pretty clean. Just found out Don Lemon was terminated from CNN. Damn, Don. But guess what? The brothers got your back. We hiring it at Wingstop. And for some reason, I believe you know what you're doing with the lemon pepper wings. So man, just send over your resume. Well, for 17 years, <clears throat> but I'm gonna make sure I get you in front of the right grill, brother. Stay solid, brother. Now, guys, I don't know what Don Lemon did to Rick Ross, but Rick Ross just absolutely dunked on him, and I can't say that he's wrong. People are sick and tired of this fake news nonsense, and honestly, Don Lemon, your journalism career may be over. Fake news doesn't seem to be all that profitable much these days, but Wingstop! Wingstop! Business is booming! And I will... <laughs> he said, Wingstop! Business is booming! <laughs> That's something, though. When you get entertainers especially black entertainers like that who have leaned Democrat and followed the Democrat narrative um, without hesitation. Now, really beginning to understand that their policies make no sense and they're pushing these lies over the airways make no sense for the black community or the minority community because all of what they're pushing has led us to the point of chaos and destruction. Now, there's a big report came out earlier today about states, and I, I heard it uh, from, I, I saw it on a thread from Lucretia Hughes uh, first, about states revolting against Biden's disastrous mortgage re redistribution rule to subsidize risky loans. And if you guys have not heard about it, basically what it is, as I get this um, pulled up on the big screen, uh, bear with me. 
what this boils down to is that they have decided that if you have a risky uh, credit score of like 620, then what, what, what will happen is you get a bump uh, 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 on your, uh, uh, or you get a decrease, I'm sorry, on your, uh, your credit, your mortgage, your loan. It's cheaper for you to pay back. But if you have a 720 or higher score, According to what they want to do, if it's 720 or higher, then you will get hit. You will have to pay more money for your loan. And and I tell you, man, it, it, everything that they do is evolved, involved around is evolved around color, around race. So with them, highways are racist to them credit scores are racist how about credit scores are just what they are if you do stupid stuff you get you have to pay the stupid price it's just you gotta pay more to get a loan because you're untrustworthy trust me I know what I'm talking about been there done that but let's not blame certain demographics of people because of our bad choices. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let's not start a race war. But it's what they want to do. Anyway. First on Fox. State treasurers and other top finance officials from 27 states on Monday urged President Biden to end what they said was his unconscionable policy (coughs) of forcing people with good credit scores to subsidize mortgage loans of higher risk borrowers and warned Biden's plan would be a disaster. Biden's plan was outlined just a few weeks ago by the Federal Housing Agency and is set to take effect today. The plan is aimed at helping lower-income borrowers afford their monthly mortgage payments. It would do so by forcing people with good credit scores to pay more each month for their mortgages, extra payments that would be credited to the loans of higher-risk borrowers. The controversial policy has been attacked by both Republicans and Democrats, including President Obama's former Federal Housing Administrator. On Monday, financial officers from 27 states weighed in and said it was clear the policy was a mistake even before it takes effect. It's clear that the policy was stuck on stupid before it even got started. 
destroy. Destroy the economy. Start a war between classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's hilarious because every time you think that these people, Joe Bama Biden them, have done the worst they they could do or come up with the worst idea they could come up with, they come up with another socialist, communist, Marxist agenda. And socialism has been one of the worst economic policies systems I say one of the worst but it's the worst in history when you think about the millions on top of millions of people that have died under socialism and after one failed attempt after another failed attempt I saw it uh, posted before or someone has shared it I want to see if I can find it where they shared it earlier today. I think it was where they said that um, it was said that uh, socialism has killed millions of people. But in either, even though uh, they say that socialism hadn't been tried to the fullest, well, in the trying that they have done, millions upon millions have died. But then when it comes down to um, uh, to capitalism, even though they say capitalism hadn't been tried to its fullest yet, well, all cap- capitalism has done is brought billions of people out, up out of economic poverty down through the years. And so let that uh, uh, experiment continue on because with that experiment the United States of America has been winning 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 Texas comes out with a bill uh, they passed it through the house of representatives in the state of Texas they passed a bill well School teachers will begin to get, if it passes through the Senate side, school teachers within within Texas will not only be encouraged to carry guns on school grounds, but they will get paid $25,000 to carry their weapon. $25,000. How many of you think going to join? How many of you think going to hurry up and as soon as that bill passed, jump on getting that $25,000? Well, I know some of you are gonna say, "Oh, well, that's the, that's the same thing the left been doing other stuff and giving funding to their people, and so that they could push their agenda." Uh, 
this is different. The left don't care nothing about your child. The, care, the, the left could care less because if they did, they wouldn't be letting these men run around with thongs on trying to dance in front of your child. If they cared anything about children, they wouldn't be going around pushing abortion and and funding it and fighting for it left and right as hard as they do if they cared about children. If the left cared about children, they wouldn't have the border wide open like it is while children are continue to come across the border, ending up missing, ending up abused, ending up tortured, ending up enslaved. If the left cared about children, they would not be going along. If the left cared about children, they would be taking a stand against these things. So don't tell me nothing about how much the, the little care uh, uh, about children. But the, this putting guns in these schools will show that they care because most of the the incidents of these mass shootings have gone on in schools where they did not have guns. They did not have protection. And most mass shootings have taken place where there was not a lot of protection or not a lot of not a lot of weapons there to protect the innocent. I mean, just think about it in so many states in in the urban areas where they they have the strictest gun rights, the strictest gun laws. The most murder, the most crime happens in those areas. And there's a reason why. Because when you go away from God, when you remove him out of the schools, when you remove him from your platform, this kind of thing takes place. This kind of thing happens. That's why we got to exercise our God-given rights from proclaiming the word of God truth to exercising our God-given right to protect ourselves with our weapons. It's a reality. Preston Parra, one of the bright young minds from Georgia, ran for office in the state of Georgia. It was a ruling that he had to have, his birthday was would, would come too late and so um he did not win and uh way ran for office at and uh, you know it was it was a setback when the ruling was made for that but this young man is spot on and one of the greatest uh, young minds uh that we have 
And, um, you know, I'm grateful to say that he's uh, he resides in the state of Georgia. And, uh, you know, I've got to meet him and talk to him a few times and uh, looking forward to see what he does in the future. But he posted this video. Um, I believe it was on Insta- Instagram or no, maybe Twitter. One of the two, I'll just say that. But he posted this video, um, and then uh, it's pretty epic, from a liberal New York City mayor, Eric Adams, where he blasts the left this stance on separation of church and state. Now, if you remember, there was an article that was put out last year about um, uh, Mayor Adams saying that about the schools, um, you know, about gun violence and all that taking place, started taking place in the schools and stuff when we removed prayer out of schools. I'd give him props on that. I don't know for life of me, I don't know why people continue to... um, continue to vote for Democrat policies and vote for Democrats when they say things like this which line up with our core values. It makes no sense because in every other way Democrats are showing that they don't care about children. They don't care uh, about the course of their lives with God. In it, but let's go to Preston Par in this video. It came across my feed, uh, and I said, "You know what? That's a good video." I actually talked about this before, but I didn't have the video. Well, here here is an epic video from uh, Mayor of New York City, uh, Eric Adams, that will blow your mind. In- We took prayers out of schools, guns came into schools. And it means instilling in them some level of faith and belief. Ingrid was so right. Don't tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body, church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When we took prayers out of school. When you walk, you walk with God. When you talk, you talk with God. When you vote, you don't vote for no abortion. You vote for life for the child. And for the life of me, I don't understand how you could even be with that party talking like that. And I know it's a bunch of church folk that love the Lord and then turn around and support somebody with policy like this. Many of them, to be honest, they don't keep up with enough or nothing. And then they've been brainwashed when it comes down to stuff like this. Um, the Lord says he hates 
the shedding of, of blood of the innocent. And I believe there's a lot of shedding of blood that takes place with these children in the womb. So if you're going to fight for children in the school building, why not fight for them in the womb? Why not tell these mothers and tell these dads that they can make it their provision, their ways God will provide. I mean, it's so crazy that they that they allow them to put fear into their hearts. And that's what they do on the left. They 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 work off of fear and they put fear in these young women's hearts. Put fear in these young uh minds that the only way that they could succeed is is if they murder the innocent so that they can survive. The only way that they could live is if they murder the innocent and offer up sacrifice to Malak so that Malak would prosper their lives. I know it sounds kind of harsh, but it's a reality. When they're sacrificing so that they could prosper in life, why not tell tell them, them same young ladies that you can make it Look at all the other women that have been in your position and they made it. Look at all the other women that and that done been cast aside by no good men and put in the position that they in. Look at look at them strive and still raise their children and go to college and go get work a job and raise them up to be wholesome kids overall. But yet they still push this. You know why? Because it comes down to their almighty dollar. Because uh, Planned Parenthood funds Democrat policy uh, politicians with millions of dollars, and they fall right in line to go along with it. To push their agenda, but look, if you li- if you happen to be listening to me today, and you have done this thing, there is mercy in the household of faith. There is mercy in God. There is mercy in Christ Jesus, because there is only one sin that is unforgivable. The Bible said it. Jesus said it. Only one sin that is unforgivable. So it doesn't matter what you did. It don't matter how many abortions you may have had. The mercies of God are there for you. And if you know someone has been there, my talking about that wasn't to condemn you. But Jesus came that you might have life and life more abundantly. So no matter how you you were deceived to go down that path, God loves you. It doesn't matter. He loves you. And all you have to do is ask him to forgive you. And he, he will wash that thing away. Submit your life to him. 
Find you a good Bible-believing church. One that believes in baptism. One that believes in being born of the water and born of the spirit, taking on the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. God will, will make you new again. And if you hadn't received the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of God's spirit in your life, all you got to do is ask him to fill you with his spirit and he will fill you with a new wine. He'll fill you with a new wine that, that you've been trying to reach a high, you know, going to the, going to the, the store that says spirit on it. That, just think about that. People say they don't believe in God. But yet, they believe in spirits because they go to the liquor store which clearly has spirits on there letting you know that in their bottle they will open up spirits in your life when you open their bottles. And so, how is it that you can believe in the spirits that come out of that bottle and not have some type of belief that there's a almighty spirit that moves, lives and breathes and, uh, and has our being and, and, and causes things to take place. And then you have to understand that if you believe that there is a God, uh, the great spirit, the Holy Spirit, then you've got to believe that there is a spirit of Antichrist even working now. And that enemy, the devil, the Antichrist spirit is working in our society now. You can't tell me that that ain't an Antichrist spirit when you got half-naked men dancing before children and want them to put money in their in they pants. You know that's wicked. And these are the type of things that if we don't wake up, Sodom and Gomorrah will, will be right before our eyes. We will be living in it. And you know what? That spirit is aggressive. It's not enough. It's not enough to allow them to just do what they just just do your thing. You do, do you do you. Because that spirit get it, it's aggressive. It, it, it don't want to just do its thing and just do its thing with who it wants to do its thing. Because just like anything else, your, your, your flesh, when you yield to it, it craves more of what you're yielding to. But the problem is, is these people can't procreate. So therefore, they have to groom people. They have to create, they have to turn someone out. They have to they have to take a child and convert their mind. They have to pervert their mind. They can't just procreate with one another, so they have to indoctrinate. And if we sit back and continue to sit back idly, then they will continue to do what they're doing. And so we've got to stand up. We got to stand up with people like I mean I, I with, with the president, President Trump, who nobody has stood up for victims against 
crimes, sexual crimes and uh, crimes against humanity when he was in president or the president of the United States of America. We need somebody fearless that will stand up. I like, if you haven't heard it, I like what, uh, uh, what DeSantis did down there in Florida. Well, he just, um, I, I want to say he signed the bill, but I'm not quite sure that, that, cause I didn't get, I just right before I got on the show, um, uh, where DeSantis may have signed the bill or encouraged the bill that bring the death penalty for those people that want to, uh, want to do crimes against children. And so you think that won't deter some folks? I don't know. I kind of think it would, though. Let's keep it moving, guys. We got a couple other things I want to get to. Yeah, let's go to the first. Um, hold on. Let me. I want to get this uh, switched around a little bit. Bear with me while I get this set up. I want to go to definitely go to this um, article uh, covering uh, the First Republic Bank. And it is being said that this is the second largest uh, bank failure in history. And uh, hold on. I'm almost there. While I get this ready, I do want to tell you about a huge event. And we look to have um, the young lady, uh, Cassandra, on here with us uh, this week. Lord willing, we'll have her on here to talk about uh, what she is doing. There's a huge event uh, going on, Freedom of Speech Summit at West Georgia University. You guys want to go to Eventbrite. Uh, you can get tickets over there. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to um, go ahead and try to get these put in the uh, in the description of the show. And it's a free of free entry, free event, May the twenty third at five p.m. to seven. Yours truly will be speaking at this event. But as you can see, Susie Voyles, uh, Cooper Guyon, uh, that is another great young man um, who is uh, really making moves. And for the conservative base, uh, he's you guys have seen him on the show before. If you haven't, you can go back and find look up his name, look up videos where I've done interview with him. I call this young man uh, young future. And uh, that's what he is. He's our future. But the big hitters and I don't it may be some wisdom on why she did it this way. But we got big, huge, big hitters. Mark Gonzalez, 
will be there speaking, and he's a representative. Also, Cesar Gonzalez will be speaking at this uh, event. He ran for District 13 in Georgia and more. And I can all, I can also confirm with you guys now, the president of Freedom Commerce USA will be at this event. He will be one of the speakers. And I, I'm just going to tell you now, he's going to have some breaking news. He's going to make an announcement and you don't want to miss it. That's all I'm going to say. Now, there at this event, there will be meals. Uh, there will be a meal provided. It is a meal uh, that is provided with donation. Um, so we would like for you guys to check that out. Uh, support us. Uh, support what is going on there and all these young people. Uh, we're trying to, and, and it is hosted by uh, the young Republicans of Georgia. So get ready, get ready, get ready. As I have gotten ready uh, with this next um, article that is by, uh, that was written by uh, the Organic Prepper. Let's go here. Another one down. First Republic bank fails. FDIC sells it to JP Morgan. Uh-oh, what happened? Yeah, I'll just keep it there. This is something. This is the same J.P. Morgan. Remember the one, the the Attorney General over in the Virgin Islands that was uh, seeking to investigate. Um. Epstein's dealings and J.P. Morgan dealings. And then all of a sudden, Joe, Joe Obama Biden took a trip to the Virgin Islands. And then remember there was a, the last big bill they were trying to pass or they had passed it. And then he couldn't even sit there long enough to sign the bill after they passed it for trying to get over there to the Virgin Islands. And then when he left, two days later, the attorney general over there stepped down because she was putting too much pressure on them, bringing, uh, exposing uh, their crimes uh, of humanity and what they were involved in over there. It's crazy. But it happened. It was going on. And there's more light, more truth uh, starting to get exposed 
uh, with Epstein and those that were involved with him because we see now reports out that the CIA actually had visited and visits with Epstein uh, after his arrest. And it's just, it's crazy what's going on. After he had been convicted the first time, It is something else where they just communicate and they got a thing continue going on and they continue to allow him to do what he was doing. Let me see. Did I did I have that up? Um, no here. But this let's go here with this next article. About the debt ceiling. Report is out that the U.S. may risk debt default as early as June 1st. We already have several countries that are pulling out and saying we're not using the American dollar anymore. And what that really means, it means that we're going to have to spend more money to get the few things that we've been getting. You thinking that you having to pay three hundred dollars for a gro uh, four hundred dollars for a grocery cart now full of groceries now or half a cart full of groceries or half a cart of groceries put it that way just think about we default on this think about other countries that are pulling out and saying we're not using your currency anymore. We're headed for trouble. But let Joe Obama Biden. Oh, I'm sorry for those of you say uh, respect the office. President Joe Obama Biden. The United States could run out of funds to pay its debt obligations, triggering a catastrophic default as early as the start of June. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said Monday as policymakers tussle over raising the debt ceiling. Last week, the Republican-led House of Representatives voted to lift the national borrowing limit, but only with drastic cuts as they sought a slowdown with President Joe Biden, a Democrat over what they see as an excessive spending. Uh, let me write it in. Last week, the Republican-led House of Representatives voted to lift the national borrowing limit, but only with drastic cuts as they sought a slowdown with President Joe Biden, a Democrat, over what they see as yeah, they 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 there's a typo. That's what it is. But Biden has refused to agree to spending cuts to get the debt cap cap increased. While the United States hit its thirty one point four trillion borrowing limit in January, the Treasury has taken extraordinarily measures that allow it to continue financing the government's activities. If the debt ceiling is not 
raised or suspended by Congress before current tools are exhausted, the government risks defaulting on payment obligations with profound implications for the economy. Let me summarize this. The tools they're using is printing. And if they keep on printing like they're printing and they continue to obstruct uh, and raise interest rates like they're raising them, it's inevitable that we will be in a depression before you know it. And it will be hurting all of us. So that when you go to the store to get your bread and your bologna, your eggs and your grits, you'll be paying a hundred bucks if they keep going down this route. I'm just I'm just keeping it real. Let's go to um National File article. Let me see if I can get this uh to to display a little bit better. I'm almost there. And I know I, we got to get out of here cuz I I am over the limit tonight. I need to get some break, get some rest. You can hear how I'm talking now. I need to get me some rest. It's a reality. But I got so much information that's that's important because I know mainstream media, uh, they're not going to cover these articles um, that I'm talking about, you know, because they don't cover the national file. And, um, you know, they don't cover the organic prepper. Um, they, they don't, they don't cover these, uh, news outlets and the information they putting out cause they don't want to talk about this stuff. Obama Biden administration linked to Gislin Maxwell's hideout house where she got arrested. You know, I got to, I got to talk to, um, someone that's, you know, pretty liberal and today and, you know, they didn't even know who Gislin Maxwell was. But they have a lot of opinions on what's what policies and what's going on in the world, but they don't know who these individuals is. And this is what we're dealing with. But this is why it's so important to inform people and talk to them because we can all we can really start and and, and this individual starting to wake up and understand um, how these globalists don't have our best interests in mind and these these billionaires that are pushing agendas that are against God even though they might not say it being a liberal but they understand that it's the policies that they're pushing are not good for us. And so when you get to bringing these links together so that they can connect the dots, the eyes begin to open up like, whoa, really? Klaus Schwab saying we're going to eat bugs? No, I don't think that really can happen. Well, what I'm trying to connect you to is that this guy is the guy that runs the World Economic Forum that is pushing... 
these ESG policies and all you can think of is, oh, it's green air, green technology. Oh, clean air. No, they want you to live like peasants. They want me, they want us to live like peasants while we eat bugs, insects for sustainable sources of food while they eat their caviar, their lobsters and all of this. And we're living like Venezuela where they people couldn't eat the delicacies like that, but people in the government that push their socialist agenda could eat it. But you know what? It only lasts for so long before it turns belly up on them because you cannot hate people and push the policies that they push and think that everything will be all right because you keep on pushing this type of stuff and you will reap what you sow. And these countries over and over have reaped what they've sown when they have destroyed the people that were so prideful and, and loved their country and they squished them, squashed them, mashed them, and they crushed them. And the only reason that they have not crushed us in the United States of America is because of the 2A baby. We've got too many in our households, in our in our communities. We've got too many in our country for them to try to squash us without resistance. But look at look at look 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 at him. In his article, a top Obama Biden administration banking official employs and works with the man who set up the anonymous LLC company that owned the house. You remember the house that 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 uh, Gislin Maxwell was just so patiently waiting there sitting in the front room while they surrounded her house that early morning while she was there with her cell phone wrapped up or you know covered up where it couldn't be tracked or signal couldn't be picked up on it well they know who and this Obama Biden administration banking official employs and works with the man who set up the anonymous LLC. It's all unraveling. Like TDJ used to say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Because it's all unraveling. But you know what? These people won't go quietly. They won't go silently. That's why they're trying to build up this army. That's why they're trying to build up this bitterness, this anger, this hatred. That's why they're trying to build up this army with people that have bad credit or made bad choices, and they hope that they'll make bad choices again when uh, they're threatened with losing all they got because they have helped them get what they got. But it goes on and says... The the person that created the man who set up the anonymous LLC company that owned the house where Gislin Maxwell was hiding in New Hampshire when she was arrested by the FBI. 
according to records obtained by National File, how did Gislin Maxwell manage to lay low prior to her arrest in a house that was not known as tucked away? The paper trail leads to the doorstep of power. Jeffrey Roberts was listed manager of Granite Reality LLC, which mysteriously bought Gislin Maxwell House in Bradford, New Hampshire, in cash. The LLC was formed the month before it bought the house for over $1 million. Thus, Jeffrey Roberts LLC owned the house where Gislin Maxwell got arrested. And Jeffrey Roberts has worked directly for an Obama-Biden official. Jeffrey Roberts was replaced at Gislin at Granite Reality LLC after Maxwell's arrest in 2020. He was replaced at Granite Reality. Or Reality. I'm sorry, I said Reality. Reality LLC. And they got the receipts. There go the receipts right there. Jeffrey Roberts is a lawyer at the Boston law firm, Nutter, McLennan, and Fish, which was led for many years by Thomas J. Curry, who served as a top official in the Barack Obama administration. Thomas J. Curry was nominated in 2012 by Barack Obama to be the comptroller of the currency, a Treasury Department office that manages U.S. federal banking. He was confirmed by the Senate and served in this important role until he was replaced in early 2017 in the early period of President Trump's administration. He caught them all. Thomas J. Curry is a retired partner at the Boston law firm, Nutter, McLennan, and Fish. He served or currently still serves on the firm's COVID-19 task force with Jeffrey Roberts, who is on the executive committee for the firm and who is the chairman of the firm's private client department. The firm's website shows that both Curry and Jeffrey Roberts are listed on the task force. Ooh, ain't this some serious stuff? There they go. The task force. Paul Ayub. Thomas Curry. Another uncommon law. Jeffrey Roberts. Steve Saunders. Michael Scott. Kathleen Williams. Thomas J. Curry identified as another partner and two Nutter associates. 
wrote an article for Banker and Tradesman of February 2021 discussing the Joe Biden administration new hires and how they were expected to push for financial regulation. Why did Gislin Maxwell involve a lawyer from the Nutter firm to get her hideaway house and to keep her location secret? Ooh, this stuff's unserious. When you go to unwrapping this, unpeeling and peeling this onion, let me put it that way. The Maxine, the Maxwell family is integrally involved in geopolitics. Gislin Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, was reportedly a spy for the nation, nation of Israel. Now, you guys, if you want to find out more about this information, the Apostolic Conservative Show, we've covered this. Go back to 2020, go, whatever platform you own. I don't know if, uh, where you're at on every one of them, but you can go back to several platforms, Facebook. Uh, you can go back uh, to Rumble's a long way back. Uh, to find uh, these episodes where I was talking about this connection right here. We were covering it through different outlets. As National File reported, at least two of Gislin Maxwell's nephews worked for the Obama-Biden administration, including a nephew at Hillary Clinton State Department and a nephew in the Obama-Biden White House. Gislin Maxwell's associate accused human traffickers a Jeffrey, a human tracker, trafficker Jeffrey Epstein broke into the globalist establishment in the 1970s managing money at where? At Bear Stearns for Edger at Bronfman, the father of heiresses, Claire and Sarah Bronfman, who oversaw, guess what? Pedo sex trafficking, human trafficking, Nexum, human trafficking cult. Sarah Bronfman almost became the first lady of Libya. After Hillary Clinton's overthrow of Muammar Gaddafi, while Gislin Maxwell's nephew worked on the Libya issue for Hillary Clinton in her Benghazi tainted term at the State Department, Jeffrey Epstein worked for the Nation of Israel, according to former Israeli intelligence official Ari Benashi and confirmed by Rolling Stone magazine. Gislin Maxwell tries ties to the Biden regime raise big questions about Biden's war for Ukraine against Russia. Hunter Biden was instrumental in funding and assisting a company responsible for Ukraine biolabs. The metal bioto bio company headed by Gislin Maxwell Partner, partner named Nathan Wolf 
was in charge of setting up biolabs in Ukraine. Good googly goo. The biolabs have sparked concern that dangerous materials could be used to fuel bioterrorisms in Ukraine and around the world. Check this nitty gritty part out. Hunter Biden's first Rosemont Seneca invested firm Rosemont Seneca invested a staggering $500,000 into Metabiota, a company that set up Ukrainian biolabs. We've been telling you and they've gotten it. They got the receipts on it. A company that set up Ukrainian biolabs. Hunter Biden acted as an unofficial lobbyist and fundraiser for Metal Biota, Biota reportedly find, finding millions of dollars for the company that, that engaged in pathogen, let me say that again, that engaged in pathogen, that engaged in path, pathogen experiments in the period when Hunter Biden's father, Joe, was the vice president and the globalist was built up a belligerent stance against Russia. Even Hunter, uh, Hunter even linked Metabiota up with the company Burisma, which Hunter was on the board of for work related to Ukraine biolabs Matatobia. Look, guys, it's in the description of the show. If you want to uh, read the rest of this article, there's plenty more there. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about plenty more if you want to go watch, or go check it out. Um, I appreciate you. Uh, go grab those links. Uh, go share them with friends, family. Let them know uh, truth so we can continue to fight this good fight of faith. Uh, please remember Crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives knowing that no matter what happens we're all in this together and where we go one we go all you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles in the book of Acts uh, the second chapter in the 38th verse God bless you we love you we appreciate you um, please remember our um, sponsors to the show um, we definitely uh, need your support. Uh, we're getting ready to go down to Mar—not uh, Mar-a-Lago, but Trump Doral um, in just a couple of weeks. We need your help. We need your support. Uh, help us make it there uh, to Trump Doral, um, where uh, we will be at the Reawaken America tour, where we're helping to expose the Great Reset um, and. Uh, yeah, we we've got to do it because it is the great uh, awakening versus the great reset, and we need your help. Uh, and if you're able to go, uh, to come down there, they still have tickets available. And you, I'm telling you, you want to make it down there uh, because there are so many. General Flynn put this together. General Flynn came to Clay Clark and asked him to put this together. The same General Flynn that after 
over three years of not being in the same room with General Flynn, really like four to five years. Donald Trump hadn't been in the same room with General Flynn up until this previous weekend, uh, two weeks ago, and Donald Trump spoke directly to General Flynn and told him to hold on, just stay safe for another year and a half. You can come to this event where we've already been told by Cash Patel, 1,000% Donald Trump will be there. So far on the Reawaken America Tour, our past featured speakers have included Mel Kay, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, Dr. Dave Martin, Charlie Kirk, Donna Clement, Stella Emanuel, Owen Schroyer, Alex Jones, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Karen Kingston, Chad Prather, Praise and Worship Leader Sean Foyt, Pastor Archer Pulowski, Seth Holhouse, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, Alan Keyes, Melissa Tate, Pastor Leon Benjamin, Mike Lindell, Eric Trump, Pastor Mark Burns, and Bannersteel. Dr. Richard Bartlett, Ian Smith, Pastor Dave Scarlett, Gene Ho, Mike Adams, Simone Gold, Scott McKay, Dr. Christiane Northrup, Amanda Grace, Dr. Mark Sherwood, Anna Kate, Del Bigtree, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Andy Wakefield, Dr. Jim Meehan, Lee Dundas, Dr. Eric Naputi, Alfie Oaks, Pastor Todd Coconato, Floyd Brown, Sheriff Richard Mack, election expert Seth Keschel, Pastor Phil Hotzenpiller, Attorney General Ken Paxton, Dr. Rashid Batar, Sam Sorbo, Senator Wendy Rogers, Sheriff Vic Rigolato, and you're going to absolutely love this event. Whoa. And remember, folks, it's the Great Reawakening versus the Great Reset. And you can get your tickets to the Great Reawakening versus the Great Reset when you go to the description of the Apostolic Conservative Show. And you can uh, use promo code APCO show to get a huge discount. Go and get those tickets. You you do not want to miss this, uh, especially with uh, President Trump making his announcement. You don't want to miss it. Now, speaking of, you heard the name uh, Jim Meehan. Uh, Dr. Jim Meehan is a regular contributor of the apostolic conservative show on the first tuesday of every month we expect him to be with us on tomorrow at 6 p.m um you don't want to miss that and the great information that he'll bring to us also if you guys want to go directly uh and support us you can go directly uh, by scanning this uh qr code which will take you to our website apostolicconservatives.com and you can support us over there as you uh, check out merch uh, make direct uh, contributions over there we appreciate it um, and all that you do uh, for us as I get ready to get out of here thank you thank you thank you so much uh, for all that you do Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt 
political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political, special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, 
I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.